Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Join us today as we discuss what it means to support, encourage, and lift each other up and why it is so vital for our professional, emotional, and spiritual health. So go ahead and grab yourself a cup of tea or something good as we get into today's episode, Lifting Each Other Up. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to be touching on this topic today, Marianne, because I, you know, I feel that it's such an important thing to remember, especially now in the uh, current events of the world with, you know, the COVID pandemic and fires and hurricanes in the U.S. and floods in Asia, um, those that are displaced and, and with children going back to school and families who are dealing with loss uh, and job instabilities. There's, you know, there's a lot of uncertainties, and there's a lot of people um, that are dealing with something in one way or another, and we may not even know about it. So our hearts go out to them and to everyone who is affected. And we hope that today's show reminds everyone that it is important to be gentle with our words, and it is important to be gentle uh, with our actions and our interactions. So with that being said, Marianne, would you like to to tell us what it means to lift each other up and when we might need to do this? Yes, sure, Ryan. I'd like to give it a a try. (laughs) But I I think you said it beautifully, Ryan, reminding all of us to be aware of being gentle with what we say and do when we're around other people. And lifting each other up is also a way of bonding And many are finding themselves in situations where close contact has been made difficult because of this world situation that we're all in right now. So we'd like to encourage everybody to keep lifting each other up in all the other many ways that are possible. And there are so many ways, right, Ryan? And we're we're going to cover a lot of examples in today's show. Um, I think we have all experienced how, how good it feels when we're helpful to each other. It can really brighten a gloomy day when someone gives us a compliment or passes a fun remark at the supermarket or at work. And when we're at home, it can bring a smile to our face when someone offers to help us with the dishes or the cooking. And it just creates a lovely closeness when we support each other. Like when we help our children do their homework or we help them if they're in a pickle with some friends, you know, by giving a little advice or guidance. But in my mind, lifting each other up means being there for each other, not only when in need, but also when, whenever there's a situation where we feel inspired to really brighten up someone's day. So maybe we can help boost their self-esteem or their courage or help someone in, in decision-making. Or maybe someone just needs a little extra love and attention if they've been going through a rough patch lately. Absolutely. And, you know, the ripple effect of that kindness, that one small, simple, kind word, it can really make a huge impact 
that could really be infinite. Just, I mean, just imagine that. Yeah, it certainly really has the potential to to be just that one. Um, and um, so there's all kinds of support we can give to each other. There's emotional support when someone is feeling down. We can take the time to listen and to try and understand what they're going through. We can offer our mental support and show someone perhaps a different perspective on a situation that can help them make a decision. Uh, and we can offer practical support to those who are incapable of helping themselves. Maybe we have an elderly or ill neighbor, and we can help them by doing their grocery shopping or preparing a meal for them or just being there as company. I, I think wanting to help one another is a very natural instinct in us, Ryan. And, and maybe by being aware and paying attention to our surroundings and, and other people, we can notice when somebody is in need of a little encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, Marianne, I do agree that the majority of people out there want <clears throat> to help others, but I also think that some people find it hard to take that, that first step. You know, they hesitate. And I don't know if you've seen the TV show called um, What Would You Do? But it kind of touches on this topic, and it's, it's surprising to me how many people don't speak up when something is wrong and when they see that someone needs a bit of encouragement or support. And, you know, later on someone will come, the host will come out, and he will ask uh, the person, you know, why they didn't do something or why they didn't say something. And usually the person will say something like, oh, you know, I didn't want to interfere or uh, I wasn't sure if it was my place. So uh, it can be hard, I think, for some people, depending on the situation. It's hard for them to speak up. Mm. Definitely. It's, it's a good point um, you're bringing up, Ryan. And I, I don't know that TV show, but, but you know, I think it kind of touches on uh, on my next point also of, of when do we actually offer our help or encouragement while still respecting somebody's personal boundaries. And I, I, I think of it like this. I, I kind of turn it around in my head and I think of situations where where I would appreciate someone coming to the rescue with their presence or a smile or a a comforting remark and and when so when I you know when you see someone reacting to an awkward or difficult situation you can step in and offer your help or support and I I realize that we all have different boundaries and needs um, and I think we do need to respect each other each other's boundaries but I also think that with practice we get better and better at reading the signs and kind of digging into our heart and and knowing when offering a ray of sunshine into somebody's day could potentially lift them up and i i think it does 99 percent of the timeline but that's you know maybe i'm too much of an idealist i don't know um but you know people people need people and and we can be the sunshine in each other's lives yeah, so, okay, Marianne, let's get into why we would want to lift each other up. Um, you know, I know it sounds kind of like a silly question, but I do think we need to think about it in in these very simple terms, just like we would do with children. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's important to understand why. Why do we need to be supportive and invested in helping others? So in order to understand how we work as a collective, right, as a as a group, and how we support each other, I think it's important to see how a society 
or even how humanity works together in unison and how our mindset can be stretched and just influenced by that collective mindset. Mm. Absolutely right. You know, and I think it often helps uh, really to pick things apart and, and look at the basics because that way we can kind of put it together again and see it from, from our own perspective. Absolutely. Right. So, okay, so I want to give everyone a bit of background uh, information about the human collective, because I did mention that uh, just a minute ago. Um, So the French sociologist Emile Durkheim developed this term called collective consciousness. And uh, according to the research that I did, uh, Durkheim said that individuals in society, while we all have our own individual consciousness, we also share a a sense of solidarity with one another. We work together in in many ways, and our collective awareness is what allows this this to happen, right? So this is kind of how society works. Um, Think of it like a constellation of ideas and beliefs and values, right? So if we look at the world and our feelings and our motivation and our self-esteem as a result of the collective, then we see that by supporting and encouraging and complementing each other, we are basically, in effect, spreading this wave of thought that, you know, ideally will be triggered by one person, and then they will feel that uh, rush of oxytocin, which is that, that chemical in the brain that makes us feel like all happy and bonded together and a bit more empathetic, and hopefully... When someone lifts us up, we feel joy and we feel that need to spread that along to someone else, right? Um, you know, Marianne, I was listening to a program today, and, and it's a really, actually, it's a great podcast. I'm going to give them a little shout-out because I think uh, it's a really good one. It's called Higher Journeys. And um, they were talking about this Princeton, this uh, project done by Princeton University called the Global Consciousness Project. And... Uh, I was going onto their website uh, today, and I actually found that um, if anybody wants to delve a little bit deeper into this, I do recommend going onto that website and, and checking it out. But a lot of the research was about how, a gr- how group consciousness can alter and affect the world, and it's really fascinating to see how what's happening on maybe the east co- the, the east side of the world um, could be affecting what's happening on the west, right? Uh, It's really fascinating stuff, so I do recommend going and checking it out. But if you imagine this Mm -hmm. sentiment, this visually spreading from one place, perhaps it starts, you know, just let's think in simple terms, like perhaps it starts in a coffee shop uh, with a customer being really kind to the barista, and then that barista then lifts up his next customer, right? And that customer then lifts up someone on their way to the office that morning who then lifts up maybe someone at their their child's school, right? So you can see how it just kind of like these dot-to-dots, it just starts to spread, and how this collective support can mold and it can really just shape this entire feeling around a village or a town or a community. It's fascinating. Mm. Oh, it really is, Ryan. I I love that. And it's great that you're sharing this uh, research with us. Thanks for that. And, you know, you can kind of think of it also like a grid, like a... Like we're all little lighthouses and, and we light uh, <laughs> an area up and we, we light up our, when we 
turn on our own light, then we, we you know we light up the whole the area around us, and uh, in that way it kind of ripples out also. And I like to think that we can all influence this mass consciousness. Um, well, what you just said with the um, um, barista and the, and the coffee house and and how you you can pass things on and how it spreads. Um, I was just thinking of the movie Pay It Forward, Ryan. I don't know if if you've seen that movie. Um, it, it's in it's a like a lot of years ago that this movie came out. But this young boy comes up with an idea that spreads worldwide. So, And the idea is that instead of returning a favor someone has done for you, you pay it forward to three other people and do good deeds for them, who then again do good deeds for three people, and, and so on and so on. Oh, no, I've not seen that movie, actually, um, but I love the concept. And, you know, actually, Marianne, I've had this happen to me uh, before, um, which is why I mentioned the coffee shop thing, because <clears throat> I, it happened to me at a drive through at a coffee shop where I had ordered something, and the person in front of me actually paid for my order that day. And so I was like, okay, um, well, I guess I'm going to pay for the person behind me, you know. And I'm not sure how yeah. long that chain went, but I'm sure eventually someone got a free drink out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's really nice. I like these little, you know, surprises in the everyday life. Um, it's it's cool. So, but um, with um, as with everything else uh, in the world of TYM that we're living in, there's always the other side of the coin. And in this topic of lifting each other up, we could also talk about situations where people may not feel like lifting others up. Basically, I believe that everybody just wants to love and be loved, right? Um, and But sometimes feelings like jealousy or fear of lack uh, or an atmosphere of competition can come in and eclipse our sun so that others don't get as many rays from us as they could, Right. And maybe in that state, we're also not as receptive to encouragement and support from others. Mm, Sure, sure, yeah. And, you know, I think also self-confidence can play a major role in this as well, Marianne. Um, You know, where we might be feeling lack, we might project it onto someone else. And I know we've discussed projection in one of our previous episodes, um, but uh, it's really amazing how someone can really unknowingly project their worries and their fear onto someone else, and sadly, in the world of the collective, uh, that can also be spread, creating that ripple effect, unfortunately. So I think really just trying to be mindful of how we interact is important, and I know it's not always possible, but if we can just try to remember that, I think that's helpful. Mm, Definitely, absolutely, Juan. And, um, you, you know, when I was thinking about today's show, I suddenly remembered a Danish um, children's book I used to love to read when I was a kid. Uh, I was intrigued by it, and and it's called Pelle All Alone in the World, translated (laughs) from Danish, Uh, and Pelle is a boy's name. Um, The book is from 1942, and the essence of the story is this. Pelle sometimes wished that he could do whatever he wanted without getting into any trouble or getting scolded by anyone. So he he then wakes up one morning to find that he's all alone in the world. His mom and dad are not in the house. There are no people in the streets, and it's all eerily quiet. He gets excited and curious and starts out on an adventure to explore the world. So he gets on a tram and drives it all by himself around town, ringing the bell proudly. 
And he goes to the candy store and eats all the candy he can eat. He then goes to the bank and takes a bag and fills it up with coins. But soon he realizes there's no one to pay any money to. And he also realizes there's no one to share his adventure with. So he starts to feel very alone and uncomfortable and a bit scared as well. Who's going to comfort him, he thinks. And, you know, I think this story makes an excellent point. Well, it makes many excellent points, actually, to think about. But one of the points leads us to think about this, that even though it can be difficult sometimes, it can be very difficult sometimes, for whatever reason, to interact with others. But wouldn't you rather have other people in the world that you can interact with and share things with and have a laugh with and learn from rather than being the only one in the world? I think just think about that for a while. <laughs> yeah. My gosh, Marianne, it reminds me, actually, it reminds me um, that Palais in the, what is it, Palais in the World, is that what you said it was called? Um, reminds yeah. me of the children's book, um, Where the Wild Things Are, and Max, and, you know, Max gets scolded by his mom because he's, like, chasing the dog with a fork, and his mom's like, you go to your room and no dinner for you. And Max goes to his room, and then he, like, imagines he's going off to this island where he's going to be the king, right? And he, nobody can tell him what to do, and he becomes, like, king of all these beasts. And, um, you know, he loves it in the beginning. He's telling them what to do and, to, and how to act. But then suddenly he starts to realize, like, this is getting a bit boring. Like, I'm tired of telling everyone what to do. Nobody to interacts with really on a real level. And then he just wants to just go back home in the end. You know, he, he's missing his room. He's missing his food. He's missing that comfort. Um, so, yeah, really similar stories there. And, and I just I, I love how children's stories can teach us. You know, they, they even teach us as adults as well. I, I love reading children's books because of that. Mm, me too. Uh, I love a good book or, or a movie with a profound message. Um, but I'll just tell you the end of, of uh, the book with the palette. So it ends with Pelle flying to the moon and then he wakes up and he realizes that it was all a dream and he's so relieved and he runs downstairs to his parents and he's just so happy to see that he's not all alone in the world. So it's a, it's a good end. <laughs> oh, bless him. So cute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, Marianne, let's get into why we can empower each other um, and and different ways we can do that and ways we can be supportive. So, you know, I think it's easy to say, you know, let's go and support and let's be kind. And, but how do you do this, right? Especially, I think, in times like this when we feel the world uh, with all the current events all weighing on us um, or even just like daily life starts to get going and we get, you know, quickly start living in our little bubbles of our own. Um, so... My number one tip, here we go, first thing. My number one tip is to be present, right? Be in the moment. And by being present and being in the moment, we then are more observant and more approachable and more likely, I think, to show a kind interaction with someone else. Mm, I agree. You know the old saying, Ryan, that the only moment we have, uh, we, we really have is, is now, the past has already happened. The future is yet to come. So the only place we're really at in time is, is now. So like I say, so we, we can keep deciding each moment, what is the best I can do for myself and for others right now? 
So again, this idealist in me is coming out because, of course, we can't consciously do this every moment of the day, but maybe it's something we can, you know, keep at the back of our minds and, and keep practicing. Yeah, no, I know this is something I always have to remind myself of because I actually have a story of this when I wasn't doing this, and um, if I had been, I think the situation would have maybe turned out a bit better. I mean, maybe it didn't turn out so badly, but in my head it didn't turn out so great. But um, what happened was I was walking, you know, I was taking the dogs out for a walk by my house, and I was so in my head, right? I was thinking about what had happened that day and what I was going to do the next day and probably what I was going to do the next month or the next year, knowing me. (laughs) But um, I was totally in this state of being in my head, and I nearly missed seeing a coworker walking down my road, right? And I must have had that, like, real resting, like, moms cover your kids' ears, but I had that resting bitch face on my face, you know, that I tend to get when I'm too much in my head. And I found it hard to really transition out of that mood of worrying or, you know, frustration and um, getting back into the present moment. So although, you know, my my coworker and I had a nice chat in the end, I think if I had been more present, I would have been able to be in a better place to, and maybe have left that conversation feeling a bit more joyful or, you know, left my co- coworker feeling a bit more joyful as well. So... You know, I mean, we all make mistakes, right? But I think by being mindful of staying in our present state, we can actually, um, you know, acknowledge others more mindfully as well. Mm. Well, I think you're not alone in having been in that situation, Ryan. I can certainly recognize it for myself also. And I think you touched on a really good point. It's like you, you're worrying, you know, you, you're so much in your head and you're worrying about tomorrow and the next day and next year and all these things. And it's like, you know, we we can't, um, if, if we could just focus on the now, then we would see many, many more things. And I know it's it's difficult. I'm, I'm guilty of it myself too. And, and you know, but like we say, it, it's, I think we can just practice it and, and try and get better and, and being mindful of it, like you're saying also. And, you know, sometimes we're just in that state of mind, that reflection mode. Um, maybe we're not even worrying. Maybe we're just reflecting on something. And we, we, like situations where we're kind of switched off. But um, I really like that you, you, you know, your example there because it reminds us of, of letting mindfulness and awareness into our daily routine or, you know. Definitely. Okay, so that was the first tip, was being present. Now, another way we can lift others up is by um, practicing giving compliments to each other, right? I honestly, Marianne, I don't think people do this enough. Like, I, I really don't. I think a lot of people think a compliment in their head, but they don't actually verbalize it. Um, and we don't always tell someone when we see that they've done something really well, right, or that we see that someone might look nice that day. Um, and I think it's important to do this with our friends and our families and, and even with strangers. I mean, maybe you don't want to go around telling a stranger they look nice or they might take it the wrong way. But, um, <laughs> but I do know that, that I've seen, you know, like if I see someone out at a shop and they've got like this cool hair color, 
I'll be like, oh, wow, that's great. I love your hair. Or, um, you know, if I see someone with, like, a neat pair of earrings, I'll, I'll say something about it. And, um, mm. and the other person then smiles, and they're happy, and, and I'm happy, and it just kind of sets a good mood, I think, for, for everyone. So I think making compliments and giving compliments is definitely a skill we need to bring back. Yeah, it definitely brings a smile on. I, I do that too whenever there's a situation, if I see, you know, something or somebody needs help or they drop something and they look kind of embarrassed and I'm like, oh, well, you know, it happens to everyone. You know, you just throw a little happy remark their way and, and it, it always ends up in a smile and and. You know, in, in turn, it also makes you feel good. So it's a, it's a win-win situation, really. Um, and, you know, I was also thinking, Ryan, with these pandemic rules of social distancing, and which is something I just feel is very counter-natural to us human beings, you know, most of the time anyway. So I think it's it's a good to, it's good to establish a kind of, a different kind of bonding, keeping in mind how we can all, you know, influence the collective in a positive way by lifting each other up. And I think it's so important that we stick to our natural ways, to our human and humane ways, um, and we, that we keep showing each other that we care. And that way we also stand up and, and are good role models for, for our children. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I like that you said that, Marianne, because it is true. We do need to be good role models for our children. I mean, they're our future generations, right? So, mm-hmm. um, But, Marianne, here are some more fun ways to lift people up, and I think it's just, uh, some, just some fun things that we can do, uh, leaving maybe some kindness notes around town, right? We used to have phone booths back in the day. I'm showing my age now. But um, I don't know if we have those around anymore, but, you know, sticking a little kind Dr. note here or there. <laughs> no, that's, that's beyond my time. I'm sorry. That's before me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe just, uh, you know, pay it forward. Buy someone a cup of coffee or write a positive review for someone. Uh, maybe a positive review for a book or a podcast. Hint, hint. <laughs> Um, hold the door open or, um, you know, send a positive text message to someone or even to your kids before they go to school, right? Maybe spread some good news rather than just harping on all the negative, right? Because that can be contagious too. If everybody starts moaning and groaning and whinging Mm, about this and that, that tends to be spread around too. So these are just some ways um, to just lift others up you know, maybe just being courteous on the road while you're driving, right? Letting somebody else in uh, at a at a turn or something instead of always needing to be the first one, right? Just those things, mm-hmm. they just put a smile on your face and they kind of make everybody feel a bit better as well. It does, and it does. It it just helps things just go smoother, you know, in in a in a world where there are so many um, things, you know, that that can be challenging and it's just you know if we can just help each other make things go smoother and, and more flow flowy it would just be a, such a positive thing um but um I, I think we've covered quite a bit of uh, ground today ryan reminding our listeners and and ourselves of being mindful out there and on the lookout for situations and opportunities where we can start this ripple of brightening up each other's day. Yeah, 
Definitely. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, you know, we, we always come up with these ideas, and it doesn't mean that we always do this ourselves. I mean, we try, but, you know, yeah. we're guilty mm-hmm. of not doing it as well. So we're just, it, it is a great reminder even for ourselves that we need to, to do these things. Um, and, you know, we That's can begin to take these steps um, first by recognizing why we need to be more fully present in our actions and, and our interactions, and then how they can affect others, and it can affect other people's moods. And, you know, like you said, how it creates that ripple effect. So, you know, that's just one thing you can do. If you can think of one thing you can do today that can lift up someone and encourage them, I suggest you to go out and do that today, right? Even if it's just giving someone a compliment as soon as you finish listening to this show. See how many people you can compliment Mm -hmm. in the next, uh, you know, five minutes. Um, But with that being said, Mm -hmm. Marianne, I think we'd like to thank everyone for staying with us today. And if you have any comments or questions, please email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And please leave us a review and subscribe to our show. So with that, we'd like to leave you with our Rumi quote, the inspiration you seek is already within you. Good night, everyone, and good day. Good night, everyone.